0: Foundation Radio. My name is Adam Bernard. Thank you so much for joining us on this special episode here with Pastor Cody's congregation. I am here today with uh, from uh, Nerds and Beyond and Fightful Overbooked H- uh, Haley Miller. How are you today?
1: I am doing great. As we discussed right before we came on, I'm a little under the weather, but I'm happy to do this with you guys. Anything, anything for the congregation? You
0: know? I, absolutely. Anything to uh, to for blessings from Pastor Cody. Bless up from Pastor Cody. I'm also here with uh, the one of the hosts of the Jobber Tears podcast, Sir Wilkins. Welcome back to the show, sir. How are you? I'm
2: good. How are you guys?
0: Uh, I've been feeling better, man. I've been, uh, I've been, I've, I've tested positive for COVID after I came home, which wasn't because of Detroit, but. It was my wife's fault this time around. So, uh, you know, I've been better, but I'm feeling okay right now. Uh, I was going to say, too, uh, Muscle Man Malcolm was supposed to join us this afternoon, but I understand he's still stuck in the airport somewhere between Detroit and Phoenix. I'm not sure how he got out there before he got back to the East Coast. So he will not be joining us today, uh, but he will be here next time when we do this. So um, it was great meeting both of you. Uh, you know, Wilkins, first time in person, Haley for the first time ever. Uh, it was kind of chaotic. Uh, was a little crazy, uh, Haley. We'll start with you. Tell me about uh, some of the, the the best parts of being in Detroit uh, for this event as a media.
1: Well, oh, man, it was my first time in Detroit. Period. My first time in Michigan, actually. I've never I've never been there before, and obviously this was my first time doing media um, for WWE, so that was exciting. Um, and I've never met like I don't think anybody that was there doing media in person before, so I was a little was a little nervous but you know then we linked up in the in the hotel lobby and that's is history and it made my weekend
0: <laughs> and i think i saw like i said i was with wilkins there for a minute and i was had the bright idea to, well wilkins has a thing about nike's so why don't you explain to the listeners here how the chaos started wilkins and how we all ended up as a as a quartet
2: <laughs> so adam was like hey what are you about to do i was like yo I'm going to go to the Nike store because every city I go, I have to go to the Nike outlet because you never know what kind of sneakers they'll have. As you can see behind me, I have a bunch of sneakers behind me. And um, so I'm a sneaker and like action figure type of guy and and also books. So Adam was like, yo, I want to go to Mama Spaghetti. I was like, yo, that's dope. (laughs) All right. How about you hop in the car with me? We go to Nike. We go to Mama Spaghetti as well. And then Adam is like the most inviting person in the world. Hey, everybody else want to come
0: and mom spaghetti with us? <laughs> I'm like, yo, let's go, to the squad. Let's everybody go together. We'll go do something, right? First time in fucking Detroit, anywhere. So we get in the car, and it's just like it's literally the like chaos has ensued. It's the first time I've ever met Malcolm. It's the first time I I, I become familiar with him outside of his Instagram. And already, I'm like the hat. He's talking about the Gandalf hat he's wearing, which, of course, rest in peace to the Gandalf hat. Some prick stole it while they were in the, while he was in the airport. Um, so we didn't find anything at the Nike store, but we all got the itis at Mom's Spaghetti. And I feel like a lot of our issues, including Malcolm's delays, which, again, continue into Wednesday, uh, have to do with <laughs> Mom's Spaghetti. See, now he's sneezing. I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth, y'all. Wilkins has got the, uh, the leftover itis here. <laughs> Well,
2: to to be honest, that was that's what happened to me. So, um, if anybody's familiar, WWE sends the media credentials like they usually send like the last time I did, they usually send it like a week or two before. Before you go before you go. So you kinda get a gist of what you're gonna do and, and how you're gonna do your schedule. So I was waiting for the credentials and I was like, Oh, maybe they're not doing any type of interviews or anything of that nature. That's why what's not going to happen. So I was originally supposed to come Friday afternoon. Mm. So I booked a hotel for Friday, Saturday night, and then I was flying out Sunday night. I was like, I, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I come in Friday, then Saturday night, we, 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 we go to Somerset, we do the media scrum after. That's what my, my whole thing. I didn't think we, we were going to do a oh, real media type of thing that we did on Friday. So, media credentials come Monday, and it's like, yeah, Monday morning, this, this, and this. Yeah, whatever. You you saw what we got. So, (laughs) I literally changed my flight to Thursday night, like the last flight out of New York to Detroit. Wow. So, my hotel, I couldn't extend it to, to, to an earlier night because it was sold out. So I book another hotel, and then that's when you guys—I was like—I left you guys. At, I think it was at Mama's. I was like, I gotta go check into my new other hotel. So story time of, of the other hotel. So the original hotel I was at was pretty nice, pretty cool, nothing crazy, but a decent like hotel. It was actually in the downtown area. This other hotel, which I knew nothing about, I just booked it was in a very shady part of Detroit. Oh, no. Uh,
1: I know all about
2: that. <laughs> oh, no. So, still not too far from the stadium, but a very, like, sketchy, on the highway art like, deals probably went down in my room. I don't know. <laughs> so, I arrive at the hotel. I was like, I get there. I was like, oh, this is... This is a drop down for where I was the night before. <laughs> I walk in and I get to the, I get, to, I get like to the, um, to the counter. I was like, oh, hey, I'm here. They're like, okay, no problem. They, they take my ID, all this other stuff. There's a sign that says $100 deposit for incidentals. I put my, I asked them, I was like, is it, don't I have to give you $100? He was like, "I oh, don't worry about it. I was like, <laughs>
0: What? Okay. Alright.
2: I was like, all right, whatever, no problem. So to get to my room, you have to walk down st- down, a, down a flight of stairs and walk up another another flight of stairs. So I have my bags and I'm just like, yo, is there an elevator here? And the, the housekeeping lady was like, she smiled and said, No, there is no elevator here. I said, No big yeah. deal. I walk up, I walk up to the third floor to to my room, the doors open Of my hotel room. Dude, what? And I was like, why is
0: my door open? I would have walked right past that room and right. Dude, you should have called me. You could crash on the sofa, man. I would have had you come over to my place. Yeah, I was just like,
2: why is this open? But there's a part of me that a lot of people don't know. I have this very like, Everything's gonna work out mindset ninety percent of the time, especially with myself. Like if, if if like if I was with my girl or my sister or like even you guys, I would have been worried. But when I'm by myself, I'm just like, ah, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> so I get I get to the hotel, I, I get to the room, I look, up, I look around the room, I look under the bed, everything of that nature. And I was like, all right, there's nobody in here. So I close the door. Then I was like, I need to take a nap because 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 we have to do we have to do the um, the Keep second in. part of me to do right like like a a 45 minute to an hour now little graphic i stripped down to my first
0: look dude we've we've all seen your twitter we
2: know we know how this works we're aware i was like all right cool i was gonna lay here and take a quick nap so as i'm setting my alarm for my phone the housekeeper opens up my door and walks in on me and I'm just like, yo, I'm, like, oh my <laughs> oh my God, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought nobody was in here. And then she walks out and I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and <laughs> for people who are asking that I put a chain on the on the lock, absolutely not. Like I told you before, the way I think is very Lassadazele half the time about shit,
0: (laughs) but but I'm sure you didn't expect the housekeeper to just waltz into your room while you're no I did while you're dining al fresco, man, like trying to take a nap.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like knocking, like (laughs) 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 nothing,
0: nothing of of
2: whatsoever. She just walked in, and I was like, oh.
0: (laughs) Well, well, while Wilkins was filming Brazzers content, ever the rest of us were getting ready to do yeah, media you. shows at Ford Field. And uh, no, I, I, dude, I would, I, I booked. I wish you would have told me if you would have known that there was going to be these issues. I was at the wrong Westin that was supposed to be by the hotel, but I was like thirty minutes outside of town. You could, I would have oh, at least. Oh, dude, it was a nightmare. Yeah, Chernoff and I, we were communicating like the whole time, and he's like, "Oh, book a Westin, book at this Westin, which is at the the airport." I'm like, "Dope, I got it. I booked the hotel." I get to Detroit and I'm like, wow, this is a lot farther from the airport than I initially anticipated, but no problem. I just got to get to sleep. Like, I didn't get in. I didn't get in until, oh, God, I think it was probably like 11 o'clock, 11 30. And then, you know, you get to your hotel and and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm jazzed up from the flight. Like, I got to find a way to relax, you know, and I'm just like unpacking all my stuff. I'm getting situated. and I'm doing like prep work for the next day. Uh, I got up early to do more prep work and I text Josh. I'm like, hey, man, let me know, like, if you want to meet in the lobby, whatever. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, he's like, oh yeah, like we're we're real close to downtown. I'm like, this can't be right. So I checked the messages, and he sent me a different hotel, and uh, I booked at the wrong Westin because apparently there's like a hundred Westin hotels in fucking Greater Detroit. <laughs> booked at the wrong one, I'm like fuck. So now I got to leave even earlier to get to this media uh, junket in the morning, which was again, which is super dope. Like I, 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 it was you know my first time doing media stuff for WWEs, well or really any company. And, um, it was a very wild experience, a very like kind of crazy 72 hours. Um, I guess if there was one thing that stood out for each of you from the weekend, what would it be? I guess we'll start with Haley first and then we'll go to Wilkins.
1: I mean, every time I think about it, I just think about that Uber because like, honestly, (laughs) honestly, like, I, I was hanging out with Liam when you guys were there, and I was fully, like, ready to just go back to my Airbnb and get some editing done and just, like, literally do nothing. And then Adam was like, do you want to come to the Nike store with us? And something in me was like, you need to go and do this. And I was like, <laughs> And then the look on Wilkins' face, like, oh, dear God.
2: <laughs> it, you, you know what? I love that Adam did that because... Like like what you said, Haley. I was about to go back to, to my room, take a nap. Well, I did, but like it, and earlier, and that was gonna be it. But I enjoyed the time that we, we guys we got to hang out and stuff like that. And I think yeah. we we were there for work, but we forget that you can have a little bit of fun at the same time. Like we're all all, all four of us trying to build content, you know, trying to get stuff out there. We came in there for a reason, but at the same time, we, we kind of forget. Like, hey, we're in a new city. Hey, let's do some, a little bit of exploring and see it. Cause the way I see the whole, th- these whole things is like, I don't know if I'm ever going to be back again. Obviously you want to be back right. again. want to um have opportunities to get, build those relationships, but God forbid something happens. You don't know what happens in the next time around. You may never get a chance. So, all right, I'm in Detroit. Let me see. Let me go eat Mama spaghetti. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I've never been to Detroit. It was my first time again. And, and like, I think there's definitely a time and place for like blowing off steam and having a good time, right? Like there's there was a there was several hours in between the very first media junket and then the community event and it's like, okay, well we could have been like you said editing and and relaxing and doing all these things or we could have just like kind of enjoyed ourselves and 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 had a good time and it's always so much more fun to interact with new people and 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 explore a new city with with you know like I said I know Wilkins I, I'm I, you know we've we've interfaced a lot but you know Malcolm and Haley and, and everyone else it was it was a lot of fun I had a blast and and I'm, I'm hoping that the Pastor Cody's congregation will all reunite for Survivor Series coming up in Chicago um, I'm already getting my stuff my my bearings straight for that so uh, fingers crossed we'll all be there um, so should we start with the blessings to Pastor Cody first before we get into religion? <laughs> did you see that picture I sent you today about the uh, uh with Pastor Cody finishing the story, Wilkins, on yeah, the, the boat that, fight?
2: <laughs> all day that was hilarious. I, I posted that on the job, <laughs> I was like, this is hilarious.
0: you know, his ass would have been there, he would have been there finishing the story with an additional chair for sure, without question.
2: It, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. What did you guys think of SummerSlam?
0: The show in general. Haley, go ahead. What did you think?
1: So I actually, I really enjoyed it. And I don't know if it's just because we were there live and like, it's such a different experience and you're like feeding off the crowd, but I, I had a lot of fun. There were some things that like, you know, personally, I would have liked to see over maybe what we got, but overall I really enjoyed myself and I really enjoyed the show.
0: I would say like, yeah, I would say like, I, I really, there were definitely things that I I thought could have been improved. Um, as far as from like a card standpoint. And I think there's one like real glaring thing that like kind of didn't work at all. Uh, and I don't think it was, I don't think it was necessarily the fault of the performers. I think it was just the setup and the execution didn't work. Um, but yeah, like Haley said, I can echo that. I think that being there at a live show, especially one of the top four of their calendar year, uh, I think adds a whole different level of experience and excitement to it um watching it back again though i thought it was i thought it was great i thought it was a, a really solid card um i thought the payoff for, and we'll get into some of that in a little bit but like i thought a payoff for some of the storylines was really good um and again like i said it's uh i enjoyed it what about you
2: um i enjoyed it it was wrestling wrestling right like if you look at like the matches like when you look back at the matches um They were wrestling, like, it was less sports entertainment, more wrestling, and you're kind of seeing Triple H's booking a little bit more. Mm. It felt like NXT black and gold a little bit. Interesting. How the the booking was, how the matches were produced and everything, where you still got that that sports entertainment part, but you got a lot of wrestling, like. That Roman and 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 J match was a lot longer than than I thought it was going to be, yeah. And and for wrestling, like mm-hmm. like my favorite match was actually um, Brock and Cody, mm-hmm. the that they were telling in there. But overall, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say it was it, it was um, they knocked it out out the park. I'm going to give like a, a sports analysis right now, a sports analogy. It was a, definitely like an RBI single.
0: Fair. Fair
2: RBI, like two point shot in, in basketball, um, a run into the into the um, into the end zone football. If you want to go that way, nothing, nothing phenomenal, but good, solid points on the board. All right, cool. Let's, let's move forward to the next one. And I and also we got spoiled because we were there live, and this yeah. is like our experience. And like like we got to talk some of the wrestlers. Like you know what I
0: mean? For sure. Yeah, it was like uh it was very much uh Yeah, I think that's a good that's a good analogy, right? Like I think I think Cody and Brock reminded me a little bit of the Roman and Cody main event from uh WrestleMania. I think it gave me yeah. those kinds of vibes, and I feel like that maybe should have been closer to the end. Um because again, yeah. you can't really follow that I mean, I guess they did it well with the way that they followed it, but like no, that's a good I, I say that's a good analogy, yeah. Uh, let's go over a couple of spots in the show that I wanted to talk about. We kind of talked about Cody and Brock here uh, a little bit. Haley, where do you think they go now with Cody Rhodes now that the Brock feud is kind of tied up and everything is done there? What do you think the next step here is?
1: Man, that's interesting because for me, like Cody post mania for me has been such like a question mark because I really... I guess selfishly wanted him to win the t- the big one there. Um, so ever since I've just been like okay like you know he's just he's climbing the la- the metaphorical ladder whatever. He's got to go through all these big guys uh, to get back to Roman eventually. At least I hope that's where they're going with that. So man, I don't I don't know. I don't know.
0: Wilkins, where do you think they're going next?
2: I think they'll probably do some something with him and Seth, probably. Um, probably something like that. Like it, it's, I it, it's like you, it's like playing a video game, right? Mm-hmm. The end result is Roman, yeah. But you're not strong enough if you go through the video game this like straight linear path. Mm. You got to do the side quests to yeah. get like pick like up we jewel should... <laughs> and pick up different types of weapons so you can get stronger for the boss which is Roman. So I think that's the biggest thing. But my real question is, we all know what the ending is potentially going to be. That's him winning at WrestleMania 40 in Philly, right? Right. But what happens after? Good question. And and that's something, like, I wish I was able to ask him at at, at Mania, not Mania, at, at SummerSlam. Like, what's after because great promo that they're doing great stuff that they're doing like oh I need to finish the story but this is not a video game you don't turn off the console and then like the game is it's over gotta keep going the the it continues it's gonna be part two three four five this is real life so what happens after you you complete this story what's the next story so nice. I'm always curious what's going to happen. I, I just feel like they're probably just going to keep throwing different people at him as he gets to the final boss, which is Roman Reigns. Like, it's like any... Like, like I said, I go back to the video game analogies. Like, you keep going through different bosses until you get to the last boss of the game. So, and I think Roman's the last boss, so I think they're just going to keep throwing different opponents at him to rev him up to be that mega baby face that he is. Because yeah. It, it it takes more. You got to add more, more fire to the story, some more wood in there to make it burn brighter and everything. You know what I mean?
0: For sure. And I, I think, you know, like to, to, to your point as far as Seth Rollins goes, like I, I don't necessarily know that I'm mad about a feud between the two of them again, especially for, you know, the big goal 2.0. But I also yeah. don't necessarily know if I want to see Cody win that belt. You know, it feels like a cheap, like, consolation prize in that regard like set you know uh, to be clear like I don't think that the the big gold is a consolation prize but I think if it was going to go on Cody it would be like really like this is where we went with this you know like I I get it but I don't think it was the right choice but Mm -hmm. I agree to a certain extent as far as that's probably why they didn't pull the trigger one of the reasons they didn't pull the trigger in, in 39 was because where do you go from this? And and me and I have talked about this on on you know the other show, and I've talked about it with a couple different people. I I feel like there's a lot of folks who are in the company right now who are being primed or prepped for like a higher elevation, right? Uh, that are that are ready to take the next step or are trying to get back into the next step, but they're not at the level of the bloodline, right? Like they're not quite there yet. And 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 Malcolm actually asked a question to Cody uh, at the, the the press conference at the end of the community event. And Cody mentioned Karrion Cross, which I know people have their opinions about Karrion Cross. I could see him being a, a top guy with the right story and the right build. I, I could see it. I, I think that's why Hunter brought him back. But I think that was deliberate in the way that he said that. I, I wouldn't be surprised to find out or see them have a feud at some point in the future. And I think a lot of these guys are stuck in neutral in a lot of ways because the Bloodline story is taking over everything, right? Because now you have this split between Jay and Jimmy, and now you have all these things happening. And then Roman's going to be off the card for another, like, six months. And who the fuck knows when he'll be back. And it's like, you know, what are, what's the next step for Roman, too? It's like he's kind of gone through everybody now at this point. Who's the next person for him to, to challenge, right? Is it Jimmy? Is it Solo? Do we want to see this, this storyline, right? So I, I, I do have lots of questions there. But I do think that there is a potential for pretty solid feuds with Cody. I think people are just going to come down off of the bloodline pretty hard. And I don't know, like it's going to take a lot for people to kind of like wean themselves off of that. The COVID cough. The COVID cough. started killing me.
1: Please not pass away on the stream I'm, right now.
0: I'm not going to die on the stream. I promise. Jesus. I might just leave that all in. Uh, but anyway, no, I um I, I agree with that. Um, I think, I think that's the next step. And another guy who's obviously getting a build and who I would rather see beat Seth for Big Goal 2.0 is L.A. Knight, uh, who won the Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle, Royal and Wilkins. I don't know if you heard the pop when he came out and when he won. Let's start with, uh, uh, let's open this up to a little L.A. Knight dynamic here. Uh, what do y'all think about L.A. Knight's trajectory and where do you think we go with him from here?
2: Uh, I think mean, like, I I I recorded like when he won and a pop that he got. It's, they're trying to build him up, get him at a place where the fans are just happy with him for a little bit, and then it just come off of him. Like, what we just saw on Raw, for instance. Like, they're putting him in position to, to get him hotter and hotter and hotter to when he finally wins that that, that title, whatever. It's, he's solidified as that mega baby face. And, and then they put him with the right heel, which is the miss. And him winning at SummerSlam was just... More and more, I'll go back to the video game analogies. Another jewel to power him up even more. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Haley, what do you think?
1: So oh, I wasn't I wasn't hot on LA Night at at first, but I think he's really run, uh, won me over in recent months. Like uh, I, I've turned into a fan, and you know, I feel like the SummerSlam. Battle Royal was a little predictable, but you know what? Good for him. Yeah. Like, I I really, I really want to see him go after a belt. And we talked about this actually, me and Adam. uh, I think it was after Gunther and Drew's match. Mm. And I was like, who do you think will eventually beat him for the title? And you were like, maybe LA Knight. And I was like, you know what?
0: (laughs) Makes sense. Maybe. It makes sense. Like, he, it, it makes sense to be the guy. I think that in any scenario you put him in, right, mm-hmm. whether it's Gunter, whether it's Austin Theory, he's going to make out better in the long run, right? He's going to make out better with wherever, whatever title he ends up with. Because Austin Theory's not really doing, you know, let's be honest. Let's call it what it is. He's not doing shit with that belt. Like, they're not giving him anything to do with that belt. And to me, to me, like, the feud with Cena was supposed to elevate him, right? Like, that was the whole point of that fight at WrestleMania. And instead of it feeling like a big Brock Lesnar moment, where he's like, oh, you know, I beat The Undertaker, and then I beat the shit out of John Cena. It's like this little kid, like, oh, well, you know, uh, I beat John Cena. It's like, no one gives a shit. Like, no one cares. You didn't do anything to capitalize with your character. I mean, you, you either of you could jump in and tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he's, I don't know. I think that's, I think the ship has sailed with that one. And I think it's time to... To move on, I think it's time to get somebody else in that in that role. What do you think? um, Go ahead. No, you're good. No more coughing. No, you're good.
2: (laughs) Um, No, I I think LA Knight is next up. Is next up. He has he has everything that 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 you would want in in that baby face, and we kind of don't have that pure baby face anymore. Like, we're missing that in the men's division. It seems like everybody's, like, an anti-hero, but like he comes off as that real, true babyface, that kid. He has the look. He has the experience. And I know people say, oh, he's older, but that kind of helps out a little bit because he's been around for, for so long, so he has that, that... He's cut differently, and he can maneuver the right way. So I think that this is a great thing, and this is probably, in my opinion, Triple H's best work so far under his reign
0: i agree with that i agree i think i think that the la Knight transition back away from the max dupree stuff which i hope i never hear that again in my entire life um but i think the transition away from all of that maximum male model shit and letting him just be himself i think has really helped him out tremendously and and has given him Additional shelf life. You know, now he's going to be the guy. They're pre- he was just out at the Mets. Uh, what was it, yesterday or today? Throwing out the first pitch before the game. I mean, and, they, and the crowd was going crazy for him there. So it's like, you know, and I, I think that I think the Miz is absolutely correct in the next step that they're taking with him. Because um, I feel like any of their guys, like they did it with Cody too. When Cody came in, they put him with the Miz. And it, it sort of helped to tell that, as you say, the better bosses, you know, you put him with, you know, the, it's the additional jewel that he needs to get in order to attain and become the next step. One, mm-hmm. one thing I was surprised about, and I'm curious uh, to both of you before we, we wrap up here with our, our last two parts of this, uh, Drew McIntyre. I don't know what is going on with him. Haley, we'll start with you. What do you think about Drew McIntyre's loss? And what do you think happens now?
1: Man, I'm a huge Drew McIntyre fan, and I did not think he was going to win this match, Mm-mm. to be fair but i was the whole time i was like okay so he's not going to win but where do we go next because i feel like he's been taking these really big losses like loss after loss after loss and it's like okay is are we going to turn him heel like what are we doing there like is that the next direction because i feel i feel like somebody like drew can't keep taking these hits <laughs> you know what i mean
0: It's a consistent hit. You know, he lost a clash of the castle when we really thought he was going to win there, really prepped him for looking like he was going to win. And then he loses, right? You're like, holy shit. So then they're building him up again with the intercontinental title. And, you know, okay. Like it really looks like he's going to, and then he loses. You're like, Jesus Christ. And the way he stormed out of there, Wilkins, I don't know if you saw him when he left this, the stadium, but he had his head down and he was like stomping, man. He was stomping out of there like a, like a madman. Do you think a heel turn is in Drew McIntyre's immediate future
2: I think a hill turn might happen, but I also think there. Are... It's weird how wrestling works. Because, mm-hmm. like, us as humans are absolute psychos. Fair. So, absolutely. We,
0: I mean, for instance, is... to be fair, though, to be fair, we did eat at mom's spaghetti. So, that would yeah. qualify us for being psychotic, right?
2: Like, for instance, like, we feel more sorry for a baby face. And we have more empathy for the babyface when they're losing, getting their ass whooped, and then we pop when they when they yeah. win the match. So we want to see people get destroyed and built back up. Everybody, yeah. that's that's just our psyche when it comes to being a wrestling fan. So maybe these losses are for his big babyface run that he might be having. Mm-hmm. Frustration starts kicking in, and then he finally he's the one that, that finally takes the title. Off of Gunter when he breaks the he breaks the um the record and everything, so I think that's one direction. Or he does turn a super heel and goes after the big gold belt because I love Roman, love the bloodline storyline, but he's holding the belt hostage on the other side. Yes. Now we have this big the big gold belt. Sadly, we're calling the big old belt. It's not technically not the big old belt,
0: but whatever.
2: <laughs> right. um, you started this, Adam.
0: Hey, listen, uh, guilty as uh, charged, pal.
2: So I think now we're gonna get these feuds belt moving around a little bit. Obviously, Seth will be the face of of that belt, but we'll see the belt move around a, a whole lot. Maybe that's Drew's next step.
0: Mm. I wouldn't necessarily you know, be wouldn't necessarily be opposed to that because I don't feel like there's a really dominant outside of Finn Balor and I think that ship sailed with SummerSlam, there's not really a dominant heel that could could beat yeah. Seth.
2: So I think right now, and ironically, I think they're setting up WrestleMania 40. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think now there's, they're doing a slow burn of WrestleMania 40 right now. Because remember, after WrestleMania, it's when the page turns, right? Yeah. It's yeah. a new chapter of wrestling. True. So I think right now they building towards that because I'm hearing that they were trying to stretch out Jay and Jimmy to to WrestleMania.
0: Dude, that's almost, that's like (laughs) eight
1: months away.
2: (laughs) Right? Holy shit, man. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe that's what they're working on right now. And they're setting up people in the right position where they can become barring injuries. They become those, those pieces in place for Particular titles like the World Championship on Raw and and the, and the other title on SmackDown because right now it's Cody and and Roman locked in barring injuries or something happened right so now let's work on building characters for the 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 big gold belt um, world so maybe that's that's where they're going right now and and, and I, I wouldn't be mad I'd be mad about that.
0: No, I don't disagree. I uh, I think again, I I Damian Priest still has to cash in, so I would imagine that's going to be coming soon. I really yeah. hope that they I really hope that they don't split up the Judgment Day because I feel like that is the click in Raw right now, and I think what they're doing is working, and I don't think they should mm-hmm. fuck with that in any any way, shape, or form. Uh, one thing before we get into the Bloodline though, Io Sky cashing in on Bianca Belair to win the title. How do we feel about that? Let's uh, start with Haley. We'll go to Wilkins.
1: Oh, man, I was I was so ecstatic. I'm so happy for her. She deserved a big moment like that, especially returning at SummerSlam last year and kind of, you know, closing the chapter uh, with a title win. I just thought that that was awesome. And the cash in on Bianca, I mean, I just didn't think it could get any better. I did. I was curious, though. I wondered if Charlotte was going to win mm. and, you know, add that other uh, number to her title reigns. But she didn't. Uh, it was Bianca, so that that kind of took me for surprise a little bit.
0: Wilkins, what do you think?
2: I I, I like I liked it. Um, by the way, all the women's champions across all promotions are Joshi wrestlers.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's
2: awesome. That's it, amazing. It's pretty interesting. Um, little, little little tidbit, but shout out to Bianca for, for really trying to sell. That injury oh, and borderline convincing me that like she was really injured. Yeah,
0: dude.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was convinced.
0: I for sure. I remember looking at Haley and being like, I think she's really hurt. Like I think this is yeah. legit. Yeah,
2: so but I loved it. The, the match the match was probably it might have been the best match of the night outside of Cody and Brock for me.
0: Agreed. A
2: uh, wrestled, wrestled. Those three women wrestled, wrestled. Now, nothing that happened, I'm I'm mad about. Um, Her cashing in, great. Now, it's adding more competitors and more characters to to all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and giving people more chances. And this goes back to Bianca and her um, backlash.
1: Yeah.
2: Remember that match that they had? And and it was low-key a banger? Yeah. So now we can grow this. To the next big pay per view, which is Survivor Series, hopefully we are all going to be there.
0: I'm hoping so. And,
2: and we can th- there's some work that can be done because they already have their story. After that match, they had to do something with them and, and, and do a feud with them later. Do a feud because they they have good in ring chemistry. So I'm I'm happy for it because it's going to lead to some good storylines in there. And then you have Bailey being kind of shady.
0: Right, Ready. right.
2: Like it's kind of crazy because all these factions that they do have the bloodline, the um, the uh, Judgment, Judgment Day, Day um, a Bailey's group. Like they all have like this like deceitfulness, like jealousy going on. It's like okay, you're adding these 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 novellas, these these soap opera type of feels to it. I love it.
0: It's great. I mean, that's why, that's why people keep tuning into the Bloodline and why, you know, Jay Uso apparently had to lose this match here, which, uh, listen, I got feelings about it. I mean, I get it, right? I get it. But it's fucking main event Jay Uso, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not upset. Who's upset? Not me. But what do you think? Has the Bloodline jumped the shark yet? Are we at a point now where we're like, what the fuck happens now? Wilkins will start with you and then we'll go to Haley. Has it jumped the shark?
2: Think it has made an un um, and maybe because I'm just a, a bloodline, like massive lover. Like, right. my wife's story this is, this is my storyline. I love this storyline, but I get it because I have a brother. There's always that sibling rivalry, and there's a couple of clips that has been put out where Jay has said certain things to Jimmy, J- J- Jimmy got injured, Jay ended up taking this Jimmy's spot. Um, you know what I mean? There's different things that happen that maybe this this is what we're gonna find out on SmackDown on on Friday of why he did it. Because I have a brother, there's always that little bit of that rivalry who's who's gonna up each other and stuff of that nature. Even as adults. Yeah. We see so what what's going on? Cause when you think about the bigger picture, Jimmy was supposed to be that guy. And now Jay's that guy. Is it? Does he feel a type of way?
0: Seems like it from the yeah. fucking the, the, the ring pull. God damn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Haley?
1: Man. So I've talked to a lot of people about how they feel about how the bloodline storyline is going because I, I kind of go in and out of it. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired of this. And then they pull me back in, like, every single time. Something big will happen, and I'm like, oh, man. Like, I'm just... I'm back in. Like, you got me again. Um, and, like, I can see, you know, maybe why people are a little sick of it. But at the same time, I feel like this chapter now is less about Roman, and it's more about the rest of the bloodline, right? So we have Jimmy and Jay and kind of this inner conflict between them. And then we still you know, have solo and solos kind of are to go through as well. So, you know, there are other chapters and kind of other facets to explore in the story that are less about Roman and that excites me. <laughs> like I I like a little bit of differentiation in the storyline.
0: No, you're right. I mean I, I think I think there there's definitely parts where I'm like, okay, I'm ready for this to be wrapped up, right? Like I'm like, okay, I'm I'm ready, you know. And then, like you said, like something else happens, and you're like, holy shit, now I'm fully invested. It's the Michael Corleone, like you said. Every time I try to get out, they pull me back in, and now I'm fully vested, invested again. Um, I would not be surprised to see the story between Jay and Jimmy run through WrestleMania. I'm sure there are creative ways they can make that happen, especially with Solo in the mix. And to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised to see Sami Zayn back in the mix again because, you know, Kevin Owens is injured. Um, we don't know the extent of his actual. From what I understand, it's a legit injury, so uh, we don't know exactly how long he'll be out. Whether or not they'll have to relinquish the tag titles, if that's the case, do they move Sammy back to work with the blood? You know, I mean, there's there's a there's a whole new heard- dynamic there. Sammy injured too. Yeah. What did he do? To you? Was that the whole thing about his elbow? I thought I saw that.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I, but I, but like I've been seeing a couple of lists out, and they say that Sammy might be injured too. So I don't. Listen,
0: there's a bug going around. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I know. I just I, caught it. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I I would be curious to see how they're going to make this work. I mean, could they could they map it out to to WrestleMania? Sure. Should they? No. I mean, this seems kind of silly, right? You're going to have to get a payoff before them. There's 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 two other major pay per views before that point, and I think it's a uh, I think it would be I think it would be criminal if they did pass it to that point, but. It, SummerSlam was an incredible time. If you haven't seen it, go watch it now on Peacock and you're really going to enjoy it. I think it was fantastic. Uh, and I enjoyed spending time with both of you and Muscle Man Malcolm. Again, we hope he's fine in the airport. I hope he's found some uh, literature to read. I hope he's had uh, more than enough uh, Panera bread or whatever the fuck <laughs> is in an airport for him to eat. I hope he's all right. I hope he's back on, in D.C. Uh, and then hopefully he joins us again next time. But listen, Haley Miller, Sir Wilkins, thank you both so much. Uh, We'll start with Haley. I want you to plug anywhere that anyone can find you. And then, Wilkins, I'll let you do the same.
1: All right. Oh, man. Uh, You guys can follow me on Twitter at HaleyAnn underscore H-A-L-E-Y-A-N-N-E underscore because a lot of people like to butcher my name sometimes. But it's okay. Um, I also write for Nerds and Beyond. Uh, and I'm an editor over there, so I do all the wrestling content, and you can check all my SummerSlam coverage out over there. I also do a show on Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Fight Full Over Book called Tag Talk. We talk about everything in tag team wrestling. And, oh, also, I wrote a book. It's called Eating the Indies. It's a wrestling cookbook, and it's available um, on Amazon. I wrote all the bios for it. There's a lot of cool wrestlers in there. Uh, we got Billy Starks. Uh, just a lot of incredible talent. So, if you guys want to check that out, it is available on Amazon.
0: I'm googling it, googling it as we speak to pull it right up now. Uh, Wilkins, where can everyone find you, sir? Uh,
1: um, I am on all
2: forms of social media at by s s i r underscore Wilkins, w i l k i n s. So it's Sir Wilkins on all forms of social media. I am one third of the Job podcast podcast job with tears podcast on all forms of social media that's that's how it's spelled I'm not going to spell it out but that's what it is um but you can find me everywhere i just be putting out content
0: <laughs> and don't forget you can follow me on uh, all forms of social media uh i'm not calling it x cuz i'm never going to do that uh twitter instagram threads tiktok this is goober yes it's my handle no i'm not changing it it's a brand pal haley miller Sir Wilkins, thank you so much. Uh, For all of us here in Pastor Cody's congregation and Foundation Radio, my name is Adam Bernard, and we'll see you again soon. Peace.
2: Foundation Radio is hosted, recorded, and produced by Adam Barnard. Additional production and narration provided by Sam Krebs. The show was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Our intro and outro music was performed and produced by Dumb Ugly. Additional musical accompaniment provided by Enrichment. Special thanks to Greg Mead, Joe Keen, Jeff Quinn, and Dr. Ruth Almy. Follow us on Twitter at FND Radio Pod and find our entire archive at FoundationRadio.net. This has been a Butts Carlton Media
0: Production. Butts Carlton, Proprietor.